0: I'm John Peters, one of the founders of Callaway's
1: Nursery. We're proud to present this hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now here's Neil. Thank you, John. Very much. Good morning, everybody. And welcome. We're glad to have you tuned into our program this morning. This kind of cloudy, rainy, gloomy, cold morning. I looked at the weather for the next 10 days in Amarillo and their overnight low is going to be in the thirties for the next 10 days. Oh my goodness. Is this, is this late April, early May in Texas? Oh my goodness, welcome to our program. Let's talk about gardening in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. That's a lot better. Well, it's a little better anyway. I'm glad to have you tuned in live this morning. We're going to have a good program for the next two hours. Mike Bass is running the boards and answering the phones, and I am at the mic, a different mic uh, than usual, because our internet went out last night. It's been out for, well, it's been out all night. It's been out since yesterday afternoon. I had a, uh, long discussion last night, as did our grandson Joseph, with a nice gentleman in the Philippines, and we had it up for about an hour, and just as soon as I f- filed my report on he was great, the internet went out again, <laughs> it's like, okay, got my report, we'll turn that off again, so anyway, we're ready to broadcast, I'm back at my office in McKinney, and, uh, I'm glad to have you tuned in. I hope you'll pick up the phone, give us a call, 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. And uh, let's talk about your lawn, your landscape, things that you discovered yesterday as you're out working in the yard, uh, things that you still have ahead of you that you want to plan on doing, maybe where I can help you. Pick up the phone. The lines are all empty as we begin the program this morning, and we'll get right to you. We begin the program every Sunday morning with a report from the Fort Worth Botanic Garden, a live and in-person report from Steve Huddleston, the public relations manager of the Fort Worth Botanic Garden. Steve, good morning. And he's out there somewhere. I just know he's there. Mike said that he had called in. Yes, can you hear me? I hear you now, brother. I hear you. Okay. Well let me move around okay. Oh I'm not Hey Steve, don't take it personally. With Mike and I we were discussing before we went on the air, we are both operating on about one cylinder this morning. (laughs) We're running out of fuel. And so this may not be may not be a Steve issue. So what's going on at the Fort Worth Botanic Garden?
0: Well, this year is the uh, 50th. This year we are celebrating the 50th anniversary of the Japanese garden. It actually uh, opened uh, in March of 73, so 50 years later, we are devoting this year to the celebration of those 50 years in the Japanese garden. Uh, This is a seven and a half acre world class Japanese garden that was developed from an old gravel pit and a dumping ground. Uh, it presently features three large pools filled with koi fish, a teahouse, numerous other authentic structures, including a moon bridge and lush landscaping. And this is one of the most peaceful and serene places in the Metroplex. It's a wonderful place to visit any season of the
1: year. Yeah, it really is. It has a different personality at every season. And uh, it's hard to imagine that you're as close as you are to a major U.S. interstate when you're in the Japanese garden. Steve, I will tell you, we moved to the Metroplex in 1970, and uh, the first men's garden club of Dallas, it was called at that time, um, took a tour, a bus tour, and Mm -hmm. uh, we came. I I was a speaker, or somehow I was on that tour, and we came to the uh, Japanese garden as it was finishing construction. There was Hmm. still a lot of rough edges, so I got to see it before it opened officially. And so when I saw your note come through on my computer a couple days ago, oh, my goodness, I am really getting old. (laughs) So (laughs) it's been fun to watch it evolve over those years and the trees mature and the the garden take on that. You know, a a good landscape architect who plans something knows what it's going to look like 50 years later and it's it's fun to see that happen. So congratulations to all involved, you included. So that's great. Yes. Yeah. yeah. What's your featured plant this uh, this week? Well, it's the
0: American wisteria, not the Chinese, uh, the Chinese blooms in the spring before the leaves emerge, but the American wisteria blooms after the leaves emerge. And we have a variety called Amethyst Falls that is blooming throughout the garden now. This is a woody, deciduous climbing vine native to the southeastern united states it's about eight to ten feet long although it may reach 30 feet in time uh, but it's a mannerly climber it produces dense clusters of purple lightly fragrant flowers that gracefully weep downwards after the leaves have emerged in the spring and there is some repeat uh, some light repeat blooming in the summer you want to plant this in full to partial sun it's much less invasive than the chinese wisteria and it blooms later and it is hardy in zones five through nine
1: so uh we fit within those uh, zones yeah very well right in the middle of them so that's great news it's uh Ch- um, american wisteria wisteria yeah. of frutescens not nearly as common in the nurseries but uh, worth looking for so that's great mm-hmm. good deal and events tell us about your events
0: well we have a, a zimbabwean sculpture event that is taking place throughout the garden actually now through July 30th, uh, the uh, exhibit features more than 100 exquisite sculptures by several dozen contemporary Zimbabwean artists. And two of those artists will be on site for the duration of the exhibit. They're actually carving, chiseling on site. We have a tent set up for them uh, very near the marketplace, which is a large white tent in front of the Japanese garden. And in the marketplace, you can buy sculptures uh, smaller sizes. The bigger sizes are or throughout the garden out on the ground those are for sale as well some of those are, are as tall as seven feet so uh, if you want something smaller you can buy something from the marketplace uh, at a lower price but anyway they're all out there uh, for all to see through July 30th it's a wonderful exhibit uh, the marketplace is open daily from
1: 9:30 to 5 p.m. where people can shop and, and buy uh, sculptures fabulous And then Spring Festival in the Japanese Garden, tell us. Yes, well,
0: today is the second and final day of Spring Festival in the Japanese Garden. Uh, That is from 9 to 5. This is a celebration of Japanese culture within the Japanese Garden and actually throughout the entire Garden. We have different events set up throughout the entire Garden. Uh, But anyway, there will be Japanese dancers, drummers, koto music, demonstrations of martial arts, the tea ceremony, ikebana. Vendors will be selling pottery, art, jewelry, and other items, Food trucks and plenty of food vendors will be there as well. The festival is included in the price of Botanic Garden admission, and tickets can be purchased online or at the door. The last tickets are sold
1: at 3 p.m. All right. Lots of great things going on at the Fort Worth Botanic Garden. Folks, you need to become a member so that you can come back many, many times and enjoy it all year long. All that information will be at the website we'll give you in just, uh, just a moment. How does somebody find the Fort Worth Botanic Garden? We are just north of I 30 on University Drive across from Trinity Park. That's just a couple miles west of downtown Fort Worth. It's uh, out toward the zoo. You head north instead of south on University, so that part's easy to do. All right. And uh, how do they find you on the old fashioned telephone for a 24 hour message? Well, that number is 817 463 4160. All right, good deal. You got that one right. Check, check. So so far going yes. for 100 now and the grand prize uh, the uh, website, the easy one. Yes, that is fwbg.org. All right, Fort Worth Botanic Garden, fwbg.org. And this is Steve Huddleston, public relations manager, and he's our friend. Thank you, Steve. Well, thank you. All right, talk to you next Sunday. That report sponsored today by Sunburst Shutters. Great people just the greatest people you'll ever meet they are there to help you help you improve your house they can do it in a heartbeat because they come out bring samples of their uh, shutters to your home if you prefer to go to their showroom they're not trying to avoid you they're just trying to make it as easy as possible for you their showroom is a part of their factories neat and tidy as a pen uh, it's just not a glamorous uh, side of the freeway kind of a storefront uh, it's a part of the factory but they have all of the things that they make and sell right there but they can also bring them right to you and hold them up in your windows so you can get a first hand knowledge of how great they'll look in your home sunburst shutters are made of polywood it's a man made material that doesn't crack or warp or split or peel it looks like wood but it is so much better than wood they're white or off white these shutters are plantation style shutters. They're big louvers, the two and a half or three and a half or four and a half inch louvers. They're custom fit to every opening in your home. So if you have oddly shaped windows or uh, uh, oddly proportioned windows, you have a tall door that you'd like to have uh, uh, shutters made for. Oh, that's a grammatical blunder. Any of that, they can help you with all of that. Their designers back at, the, uh, back at the factory love the unusual ones. Oval windows, no problem. They do them all. That's Sunburst Shutters, and uh, so easy to operate and so easy to clean. You'll love them as much as we do. Do I sound like a guy who's had Sunburst Shutters in his home for 12 years? I should because we do. Sunburst Shutters also available in Austin, San Antonio, Houston, and Waco. One number does it all, 214 214- 243 sunburstshutters.com and that's 214 343 sunburstshutters.com.
2: I'm Jim Burton with Calloway's Nursery and McKinney. We're proud to present this hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening and now back to, Neil.
1: to This This is how it's supposed to work. Hey that's my store. That's where I shop. That's what you're supposed to say when you hear your store come up. You're supposed to say that to everybody around you. That's my store. I know Jim. Well, tell him. I heard you on the radio this morning. And uh, that's the way it's supposed to work. That's why I suggested to them that we do rejoinders during their hour that they sponsor. And they tell me that their managers are all excited when somebody comes in and says that or when they hear it on their way to work. They open at 9. And, uh, by the way, Jim Burton's a great guy. And he calls himself Big Jim Burton because he's about eight inches taller than anybody else around him. You can always find him in the crowd. So thank you, Jim. All right, let's take our first call of the day. It's Chris in Fort Worth. Chris, good morning. Welcome. Thanks for calling on this gray day. How can I help you?
3: <laughs> yes. Hey, I have a question. We, we have daylilies out in the front, and there's like six of them, and they're beautiful every year. Well, a couple of days ago, or maybe three days ago, I noticed the two on the end were looking bad. And we went and looked at them close, and they're just infested with it. And I I believe it to be aphids. I looked in your book, okay? Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of references to aphids in your book. Mm -hmm. So what we did is actually I I cut off all the dead on the two plants that were on the end, almost to the ground, okay? And then we, well, because they were so dead already, all the leaves were dead from it, and I didn't want it to get on the other four. So anyway, that's what we did, and then we sprayed it with, like, neem oil oil, um oil for aphids what do we do that's my question
1: well you may not need to do anything else what i normally do with aphids on um on my daylilies if they appear to be doing any damage at all usually about all they do is just make a mess they're uh, all that chaff and all the insect uh, insects themselves the stickiness that they put on the leaves that's that's the generally the the limit of what they do they are piercing sucking insects and so they're they're going to leave the honeydew and they're also uh, it's not good for the plants but usually they don't do a lot of horrible damage to daylilies i've would not yeah yeah yeah, hang on they would not normally have caused the plants to die back Uh, the winter might have done that that might have been some winter dieback whatever it doesn't matter it's uh, it's behind us now but normally what i'll do is uh, as soon as i see them if it looks like they're on the way to doing anything harmful i'll just take a hose and a hard stream of water and knock them off they proliferate quickly because they can they're an insect uh, it's called apomixis they can give birth to living Aphids, without having to mate, the females have that ability during the growing season. They don't mate until the end of the growing season when they want to have eggs. And uh, so okay. it's not exactly so a, a thing the guys like a maybe. lot. But-
3: Maybe I don't even have. I think it's aphids. I mean, no, it's aphids. It's time of on, of year. on the yeah. lid. lid. That's,
1: that's exactly what it is. It's a very common insect on on day now. So if you get any more the rest of this uh, next uh, three or four weeks while it's cool and moist, just take the hose and and just wash them off. It. You don't have to get a fire hose. Just put your thumb on the end of the hose and squirt them off
3: okay well they'd already destroyed two of the plants so i was trying to keep them from getting on the others i mean like well i, I don't, i'm not, not trying to
1: argue with you i've, I've grown dailies okay. all my life and I, i've certainly oh, had aphids And they're
3: so pretty okay yeah. well we'll use our water hose that's what we needed to know you can okay? do that
1: and, and the neem oil will work and malathion will work any general purpose insecticide will work on aphids they're one of the easiest insects to eliminate so you're on on your way so thank you for the call all right, okay. we'll come back. Thank we'll get, you. you betcha, you betcha. We'll have Ron in Springtown, Jerry in McKinney. Next, uh, next two calls up, we're going to have cauliflower and red maples on the menu for this uh, next uh, part of the uh, breakfast. Uh, uh, a dining so uh, stay with us if you will please uh what else i need to tell you uh give the phone number that's what it is 800 288 WBAP 800 288 9227 my book is neil Sperry's lone star gardening the old book with the cowboy boots is still out there in the stores because they don't have anything newer to sell i did not put this one in the stores uh, chose not to didn't want to didn't want to have to go through distributors and and uh, vendors, and a publishing house, and stores, and Amazon, and all that. Every one of those stops along the way would have run your cost up. You buy this one directly from me, and I mail it directly to you. It's as simple as that, and that saves you about $20 on each book. The book is only thirty-six ninety-five, and it's so much better than the old cowboy boot book. It's a quarter century, newer, and so much more information. In fact, it has... Gosh, what did I figure two and a half times as many photographs, and just so much more information. More than 25 multi-page charts that uh, didn't exist in the old book. It has it has chapter two, which is 48 pages of a calendar in text, not a grid, but this tells you with four pages per month what needs to be planted, pruned, fertilized, and sprayed in that month in your landscape and garden. Now, that's a really useful part of this book. People tell me that alone pays for the cost of the book. I guarantee you will uh, get your money back on the book one way or the other. It'll either save you more than the cost of the book, thirty-six ninety-five, or I'll refund the money to you. You can't lose on this deal. It may be the only gardening reference book you'll need to be successful here in Texas. 344 pages, 840 photos, 11 chapters covering basics, the calendar, and then trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, lawns, flowers, fruit, and vegetable gardening. So all that for thirty-six ninety-five, and I sign every copy as it sells. Satisfaction guaranteed, 78000 sold to date and not one request for refund. Here are the two ways you can buy it since it's not in stores and not on Amazon. You call my office Monday through Friday or you order it from my website anytime. The office phone number is 800-752-GROW. 800-752-4769. The better way is to order it right now. At NeilSperry.com, neilsperr dot He's our pastor, and yes, they do live stream our service at 10.05. There are four services. One's going on right now, 8, 9, 10.05 with the live stream and in person, and 11, 10, and uh, that one is is in person. And a couple of services in Melissa at our church and two uh, contemporary services. And uh, the McKinney Church is at 315 North Church Street. That's just uh, a couple blocks northwest of downtown McKinney. Come join us, won't you please? Callaway's nursery has everything you need to keep your landscape brimming with spring color that will delight you. It'll go all season long as well. This is one of my favorite ads I get to do for them because I peeked ahead to see what I'll get to talk about. This week at Callaway's discover the colorful blooms of begonias and spectacular colors of red and pink and white they thrive all season long and they're ideal in flower beds and containers and your hanging baskets big patio pots are beautiful ambassador begonias feature rich green glossy foliage that offsets the gorgeous blooms while senator i q begonias a boast alluring dark bronze leaves, a wonderful addition to both shady and sunny gardens for lasting color. The bronze leaf begonias can handle a little more sun than the green ones. With so many options, begonias make it easy to dress up any porch, patio, or deck and get yours today. Their four inch pots are just a dollar ninety-nine. And while you're selecting your begonias, talk to one of their Texas certified nursery professionals. Get the best advice for all your gardening questions. Their team loves plants and they're eager to share their vast knowledge. If you're looking for help with your spring garden refresh, try Pick and Plant, a convenient service where you shop for your new flowers, trees and shrubs and leave the planting to their experts from Callaway's. Shop at any of their community stores in DFW and here's some exciting news maybe you haven't heard. For those of you in the greater Austin area, great news because Callaway's has opened a store in Cedar Park, and they're looking forward to meeting you. They're all open seven days a week for your shopping convenience, or you can order online at callaway's.com, serving Texans for more than 35 years. It's Callaway's Nursery. Their life lived beautifully. They're callaway's.com.
0: This segment of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by your friends at Calloway's. I'm Angelita at Calloway's in Austin. And now, back to Neil.
1: She was very, very popular at one of the stores in the Metroplex, and she got the, the summons to, hey, come help us in Austin, Cedar Park. And so there you are. Good for her. All right, let me try to help Ron in Springtown. Ron, I'm going to have to be kind of careful of time. I have a newscast coming up, but I'll bet I can help you. What's going on with your cauliflower? Ron, you there? It's Hello. cutting out on us. Yeah, Ron, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Okay, go for yeah. it. Well, hey, Ron, I'll tell you what. Let's do. I'll I mean, tell you what. Let's do. See if you can get. See if you, see if you can get to a Mike, Pull it down if you want. Pull, pull it down, and let's see if we can get him to move a little bit in his house, or to a, a little better spot because it's just cutting out and I, I know he's got some kind of problem with it developing heads or something but I can't hear him well enough and we'll bring him up on the other side of the news I want to help him I don't get enough cauliflower questions I want to help so Ron stay with us and we'll try to find you a stable spot I'll let Mike check with you let me uh, get into the news break and that will uh, keep us all on track and then we'll have time to help him um advanced foundation repair I hope that if you ever have a foundation problem that this is the number you will call first because you will not need to call any other number. They're that good. But, you know, I don't think anybody minds if you get second opinions, uh, especially with this company, because they're uh, so good that uh, you'll see what I'm talking about when you call them. 214-333-0003. I've been advertising for Advanced Foundation Repair for 27 years, and I get so many comments from people who say, I called a couple of other companies and their, their uh, estimates were so much higher. Or they said, oh, you got all kinds of foundation problems, and Advanced said, no, you don't you really don't have foundation problems, you just need to water a little more effectively, or whatever. And uh, so that really helped these people and it really established the credibility of advanced foundation repair. And I've told you that many times over many years. So that's why I want you to call them first, because they are good. We've used their services on our slab, on our house. Uh, You know when you have a, a foundation slab repaired by Advanced Foundation Repair, it is good for the lifetime of the house. It's transferable from owner to owner to owner. They were the first ever to do that and to make that uh, uh, backed by cash in the Texas Foundation Warranty Trust. Those are important things. They have brought their industry forward. It's Advanced Foundation Repair. On the web, foundationrepairs.com. The inspection's absolutely free. Here's that number one more time. Advanced Foundation Repair, 214-333-0003. DFW's News, Talk, Traffic, and Weather Station.
4: News Talk, eight twenty. 20 WBAP. And
3: KPLX, 995 FM, HDT.
4: A cumulus media station. Trending now.
2: Increasing fentanyl awareness. I'm Lori Waffenschmidt at the WBAP 24 7 News Desk.
4: ClassicChevrolet.com, WBAP, first traffic and weather.
2: On the ones. Road construction closing 35W southbound between Golden Triangle Boulevard and Heritage Trace, causing stop traffic from Keller Hicks Road. And also in Fort Worth, road construction closing 35W Express southbound between Eagle Parkway and Alliance Boulevard. The WBAP forecast today showers mainly between 11 and 2, a high near 53. Chance of precipitation is 80 percent. Tonight, mostly cloudy with a low around 46. Right now, it is 46 degrees. I'm sorry, 49 degrees in Dallas and 48 degrees in Fort Worth. The fentanyl crisis has blown up across North Texas, which has Senator John Cornyn paying a visit to a local high school to promote awareness. Hornan says he will host a fentanyl awareness roundtable tomorrow at R.L. Turner High in Carrollton.
4: As we know, fentanyl is increasingly involved in uh, drug overdoses and death. Of course, we know where it comes from. It comes across the southern border.
2: The senator will discuss strategies on how to combat the epidemic with school officials, law enforcement, local leaders, and parents of students who died from overdoses. The battle for school choice continues in the Texas House. The educational savings account bill passed the Texas Senate 18 to 13 and is currently in a House committee. The House bill 4340 proposes up to $8,000 in public funds to cover tuition at charter schools. Again, right now, 49 degrees in Dallas, 48 degrees in Fort Worth. I'm Lori Waffenschmidt, Our next news update at 9 o'clock. Be sure to check back several times throughout your day and stay informed with News Talk 820 WBAP 99.5 FM HD2, the home of Hal J. in the morning.
1: Thank you very much and let me tell you about Wild Birds Unlimited right now in McKinney. The store is open Monday through Saturday and you need to uh, yes, and you need to get in open from 10 until 5 each day, Monday through Saturday, closed on Sundays. It will be worth your trip in. It's a destination a wild bird store and one of the things I always like to talk about is the is the people who are in there to help you because they are experts on wild birds of north central texas they can help you identify them they can also help you with uh, nesting boxes with seeds feeds with the the high perch hummingbird feeders they have uh, binoculars to help you watch the birds they have everything they have a lot of decorative items to help you in your garden just to help you enjoy uh, being outdoors with the birds i love this store we've been shopping there for uh, store's been there six or seven years. We've been shopping there about five years, and it's one of our favorite places to go. I just the the thing that you'll notice when you're in there, if you just stand quietly and watch as customers come in, is the smiles and the fact that they're greeted by name and they're helped by uh, knowing their past uh, buying purchases. You need some more peanuts. You need some more of this or that. Wait until you see the science that is behind the Wild Bird products. Now, this is a national company, and they have research labs that really know what birds eat and need, and they produce it. It's the best stuff you ever saw. Wild Birds Unlimited, the store in McKinney, is the one I want you to go to. It's been voted store of the year twice, nationally, nationally. And it's right here in the Metroplex for us. It's at 3001 South Harden Boulevard in McKinney. That's just south of El Dorado Parkway on Hardin, just south of Tom Thumb. It's on the south side of McKinney. Wild Birds Unlimited, 3001 South Harden Boulevard in McKinney, open Monday through Saturday.
5: Your latest news, traffic,
1: and weather. If you're not informed, then you're out of the loop.
0: All you have to do is ask. Alexa,
3: open WBAP.
1: There are a couple of times when you might want to contact Wortham Brothers to come look at your roof and and give it a test. See if it's still holding together for you. One would be going into the storm season. One would be coming out of the storm season. We're going into the storm season. If you want to make sure that your roof is going to be up to the storms when they come through, that you're not going to have leaks, or if you're concerned that you might have leaks developing. You know, a leak can develop insidiously, slowly, and then all of a sudden you have a major problem. That's what happened in our house about five years ago. Wortham Brothers knows what to look for on the flashing and on the other places where water gets in. It gets in over here, and it shows up way over there, and they know how to track it down better than anybody around. Then they also know how to detect wear and tear on just an old roof that hasn't had hail or wind damage. There are times also when a roof is old enough and worn enough that it's just time to put a new roof on that has a higher impact resistance, has a better ventilation, has all kinds of improvements because you're going to save on your utility bills and you're going to save on insurance costs. Those are all things that I have experienced firsthand with Wortham Brothers Roofing. And I pass that on to you as my endorsement, my recommendation, uh, my knowledge that I know you're going to be happy with the uh, results you get with Wortham Brothers Roofing. They've been around since 1986, and I've been doing ads for them for a long time, proudly so. And uh, I I hope you'll give them a chance to come look at your roof and see if you have uh, any kind of an issue. Don't fall for the fly-by-night people that show up right after a storm. They will be there right after a storm. They'll be there in between storms. Wortham Brothers, a second-generation family business. 972-562-5788. WBRoofing.com. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. 972-562-5788 news talk 820 wbap
4: 99 5 fm hd2
1: and wbap.com all right and finally before we go back to phone calls my electronic newsletter is called e gardens neil sprays e gardens it is free has been for 19 years don't intend to change that now uh, but i'd love to have you sign up for it i do need to get a subscription from you and and you say, oh, he's going to sell my email address. That's how he's going to make his money. No, we have ads in eGardens. That's how I make my living on it. But uh, I will never give or sell your email address to anybody. There's so much distrust in this world right now, you know? That's uh, in politics. So much distrust in this world. But I'll never do that to you. And I'm not going to turn right around and use it to spam you with a bunch of stuff that I've sold somebody else. I don't do that. You'll get one thing a week because you have signed up for eGardens, and that will be eGardens. It's like an old-fashioned garden section with five stories per week, a featured plant of the week, the questions of the week that you sent in. You will also have gardening this weekend, which gives you tips of things you need to do that weekend, and then a couple of other stories, random stories, things I hope are of interest to you. That's what you get. If you want to see what it looks like, go to my website. That's where you sign up for it. That's at neilsperry.com and then click on e gardens. You can sign up for it right where you look at it, and uh, and give it a test to read. That's at neilsperry n e i l s p e r r y dot Click on e gardens.
2: Let the Texas Certified Nursery Professionals at Your Neighborhood Callaways help you. I'm Ginger with the Southlake Store, and now back to Neil.
1: Thank you, Ginger, with the Southlake Store. Let's go to Ron in the Springtown house. Ron, let's try this again. I hope the phone's a little stronger now. How can I help you?
4: Well, my cauliflower just keeps growing up, will not develop
1: a head. Okay. I mean, just like a tree. All right. When did you plant it? Uh, uh
4: January. Towards okay. end of January. All but right. My my broccoli, cabbage, and kohlrabi is growing great.
1: And they're doing what they're supposed to, in other words.
4: Yeah, they're doing what they're supposed to.
1: The All right. Cauliflower won't. All right. And how many years have you grown cauliflower?
4: Uh, I've grown it. About uh, uh, Oh, my. I planted it in a fall garden, and it did the same thing, and it did the same thing this spring.
1: Okay. Uh, I didn't hear how long you've grown it, it cut out so badly. Uh, cauliflower is a, a more difficult uh, plant out of the cabbage family, so we're going to say that right up front. It is a more challenging plant. The main challenge with it is not... Uh, Not anything related to what we're talking about. Uh, The the biggest challenge is getting it in early enough, which you did, uh, and getting it out before it gets really hot. And by planting that early, you should be able to get it out before it turns really hot. Uh, Normally it will head, uh, but it would not have headed yet. Uh, This is pretty fast for it to be forming head, so I I wouldn't give up yet. Um, It's in full sun.
0: Uh, Yes, it is.
1: Okay, that's good. Um, I would not put much more nitrogen on it. I'd I'd, uh, let it stay just a little bit hungry. And other than that, Ron, I don't know that I have any magic uh, advice to give you. Um, It's, I would say on a scale of 1 to 10, I've grown cauliflower several times, and I've never had any challenges with it. It's just uh, heads of cauliflower are not that expensive to buy, compared to the space it takes and the time it takes and the uh, frustration with cabbage loopers and the other things. Broccoli is so much more productive per square foot, at least in my garden. So I, I don't raise it every year. But, uh, but it should do better than that. What variety are you growing?
4: I don't recall. I bought it from a, the
1: local seed company out here, and I oh. don't remember what I bought. Okay. But it was from a like a farm supply store. Yes, it's a, it's one in and out in Poolville. All right. Well, if it's from a, a like a, a farm store, then they would have something good, I'm sure. Um, I don't have anything better to advise you with, other than to be patient with it, because it is pretty early for it to be uh, heading. It should be showing signs of that by now, but but uh, you wouldn't be harvesting this soon. It's going to be much later than it's going to take a lot longer than. Than broccoli would. It will okay, take six, that's probably my problem. Yeah, it will take six or eight weeks longer than broccoli. Okay. okay. Which is almost how long you were on hold for me. <laughs> it's all right. It's yeah. all right. <laughs> I appreciate you. Good luck with it. Good luck with it. All right. Thanks. Sir. Thanks. Thank for you. Yes. Thanks for calling. All right. Let me go to Jerry in McKinney. Uh, let me Jerry. Before I take your call, let me give the phone number. It's eight 800- hundred. 288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. I have all open lines after Jerry, so please call. 800-288-9227. How can I help Jerry? Good morning. Hello, Jerry. Come in, Jerry. Mike, I am assuming Jerry is no longer there or he has passed out. All right, his question would have been, uh, red maple, how late to plant it? Uh, I don't know that there's an answer to that. You can plant any time you want to. It's going to be in a container, and therefore uh, you can you can plant it 12 months a year, assuming it is in a container. Now, if you're thinking about transplant it, dig it and move it from here to there, that has to be done during the winter dormant season. But as far as getting one in a pot in a container, taking it home and planting it, that can be done. Anytime you want. Uh, The opportune time would be in the fall so it can get as established as possible before summer, uh, but it could certainly be planted right now. The one thing I will tell you, without any compromise on red maple and on schumard red oak, um, on Chinese pistachio, these all must have their trunks wrapped with tree wrap, paper tree wrap, to protect them against sun scald. The worst sunscald I've ever seen was on red maple trunks that were exposed to the south and west sunlight. They, they were just completely split open after two years. You don't know for a while that you, this has happened, and by the time you see the bark splitting, it's too late. So you must. That's non-negotiable on new red maples. They must be wrapped the day they're planted, and that wrap must be left in place for a couple of years. It's not especially noticeable. So that's just, uh, just got to be done. It's a got-to-do. All right. Let me, uh, let me take my last break. Mike is filling the phone lines. I see Kevin in Hudson Oaks, and we'll have uh, some more calls coming in. I bled them completely dry there. 800-288-WBAP, 800 288 9227. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening is my book. Let's say you want to find uh, some flowers for a June wedding in your backyard or whatever it is. Um, easy to do because you go to the annuals chapter and you look in the chart that has all the different flowering annuals. You look at when they bloom and what color they come in and you match them up right off that chart. How tall they grow, what their growth, growth form is, Uh, Whether they're sun or shade, you can match all of that up and uh, have your your garden already to decorate. That part's really useful. Uh, If you want to find the best shade trees to plant in your part of uh, Texas, you go to the 100 Best Trees for Texas chart. Now, this is not just a book of charts. You start looking through. It doesn't look like a child's tablet that's all filled out with, with lists, it's not the book of lists, but, but there are 25 multi-page charts out of the 344 pages. So a lot of really good information, and that is so much easier to access than page after page after page of descriptions of all these 100 trees or 200 annuals or whatever. So that's an example. So Chapter 1 is the basics of gardening in Texas. Chapter 2 is the calendar of 48 pages, 4 pages per month. Of when to do every task and chapters 3 through 11 cover trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, the lawns, fruit and vegetables. That's how all those charts fit in. 840 of my photographs. It's a hardback. I had it printed on high-quality paper. They gave me the, the paper choice. And I said, man, I like that When They said, you should. That's as good as you can find was manufactured or sold out of Carrollton and then shipped on down to uh, San Antonio. And so I tried to give you the best possible book you could get and still keep the price as low as possible. In fact, by bypassing a publishing house, by bypassing distributors and retail stores and going directly from my garage where I sign to your mailbox, we've cut $20 out of this book for you. I didn't add it to try to you know, rake it off the top myself. I didn't take any of that. I just tried to make a fair profit on the book for the work that I put into it. It's thirty-six ninety-five, and uh, here are the two ways you can buy it. Since it's not in stores or on Amazon, you buy it from my office by calling Monday through Friday eight hundred seven five two grow. or you go to my website to buy it, and that is neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L, alphabetic order on the vowels, N-E-I-L, S-P-E-R-R-Y.com, and uh, you'll get a signed copy. I'll be signing tonight and tomorrow, and uh, we'll get them in the mail by midweek, and uh, you'll get a signed copy and a satisfaction guaranteed promise from me, or full refund, I am still waiting for the first request for refund. It'll come in one of these days, and I'll tell you when it does. But so far, seventy-eight thousand and no request for refund. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening at neilsperry.com. For more than 20 years, I've told you about Advanced Foundation Repair leaders in the foundation repair industry. They hold the patents. They led the way. First, with a warranty that's transferable owner-to-owner for the lifetime of the house. Don't let expanding and contracting clay soils tear up your foundation and ruin your house. Call for their free home inspection. Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003. It's foundationrepairs.com.
5: Supplies helping to build the lifestyle of your dreams.
1: Let me tell you about Arborological Services right now because your trees are hoping you'll pay attention to this ad. They know it's airing, it goes through the airwaves, don't you know? Through their leaves, and they're saying, Oh, please listen, this guy has the message for you. It's the message of of great tree work. The experts your trees deserve that's us, that's the experts. It's Arborological Services getting creepy. 866 Five five two seventy two sixty-seven. Kidding aside, there wasn't much kidding in that. It's a serious message. Arborological services. As the, uh, the team uh, assembled, this is the finest team in tree care Texas has ever had. Three of their people have been named as arborist of the Year for the state of Texas. They have a 13-time Texas State tree climbing champion. They have the knowledge. Take a look at their website, and you'll see. That speaks volumes of the quality of the people they have and the knowledge that they have. You'll see a lot of great information. It's nothing commercial in that information, just good information about tree care. That they leave archived on their website. They're great. They're some of my best friends and they also are some of the most knowledgeable tree people in Texas. They work closely with the uh, Forest Service of Texas A&M and with other uh, people in their industry. In fact, you know, they don't consider the other tree service be the good ones. uh, They're competitors. They they feel that they are all part of a, a greater team. Trying to keep the trees healthy and vigorous in north central texas it's not easy being a tree in north central texas arborological services will do the best possible job of keeping your trees growing vigorously you want them on your team doing the the help to your trees arborological services give them a call they're the only people who will ever touch our trees 866-552-7267 on the web Arborological.com, Facebook Arborological Services Inc., Twitter at The Tree Experts. It's Arborological
2: Services. I'm Cher with Callaway's Nursery in Louisville. When you need timely and accurate gardening advice, count on the Texas Certified Nursery Professionals at your neighborhood Callaway's. And now back to Neil.
1: Sharon, do you know that there are more than 100? Texas Certified Nursery Professionals in the Callaways organization. More than 100, nobody has anywhere near that number. Hats off to Callaways. Let's go to Kevin in Hudson Oaks. Kevin, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. Yes, sir. I've got, I've got a
4: couple of new trees that are planted in the fall, and it looks like they're struggling. I've got ants all around the roots and everything. And what do I do to treat those without hurting the tree?
1: All right, uh, those may be fire ants, for example. Do they do they make mounds that are obnoxious when you sit on them for ten minutes?
4: Yeah, they're all around the yard. Not don't, I've got pets and stuff, so I just put diatomaceous earth on those. Oh, it doesn't no. seem to be helping the tree.
1: Yeah, that diatomaceous earth is not going to help with fire ants. And please don't sit on them for ten minutes. I was making a <laughs> jest. Um, I don't know that they'd be fire ants, but they very likely would, and those can be brought in in the soil from the trees, or they could be on your property. Both are possible. Um, Hear me closely. There are uh, fire ant remedies that can be put on on individual mounds, individual mound treatments for fire ants, but my experience is that some of those, because of the penetrant that is used to to, uh, put into the product, to get them into the into the mounds, clear down into the mounds, that will damage roots of plants like turf grass. It'll cause burned turf grass. It'll kill the grass out in an area. And that could do damage to your trees. On the other hand, if you use one of the area-wide baits that you put out that take several days to take effect, not instant control, but several days to control, they, they do not damage the roots. And so I'd go with one of those products that gives you six months of control. It may take a little longer, uh, but that's not a big deal because you know it's not going to hurt your tree or trees and so that's what i would recommend to you they contain fipronil don't worry about that just look for one that says it gives sustained control over a six to eight month time okay thank you very much you're welcome very much thank you sir let's go to a roy in dallas roy this is neil good morning good morning i always like to talk to the expert how you well, doing sir On peonies and camellias, I'll see if I can find one. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I tell you, I was stunned
4: and surprised. Last week, I was visiting my sister, who lives about three miles away from me, and we have brought this topic up before about camellias and peonies not doing very well uh, in the Dallas area based on the type of soil. But I was awestruck when I saw the front yard of this lady's house, and she had camellias peonies, and also she had azaleas in her front yard in two rows. Mm-hmm. And I, So I stopped and talked to her, and they had beautiful blooms on the king of flowers, peonies. And she said she's had those plants for 12 to 15 years. Okay. And I said, the freeze didn't kill them? She says, no. Oh, no, it wouldn't. Uh, and I said, dang. Okay. So I... In my backyard, I've got uh, broomstick hydrangeas, azaleas, and also I have orange peel sestrum and esperanzas. I would like to add, try again on camellias and peonies in my backyard. i got plenty of shade with filtered sun uh, for the afternoon. Would I be going wrong in trying to attempt this? Well,
1: yeah, you know what you might want. They're they're two different plants completely. One is here from a very far northern climate. That's why I said, oh, no, the cold wouldn't hurt peonies at all. They are from the upper Midwest. They need the cold. We're too warm for them. Um, And then camellias uh, are from the southeast, and we're too cold for them. And also very alkaline. They don't like our soils and and Mm -hmm. our water. Our irrigation water is very alkaline. So, we have two different sets of problems. So, let's deal with the peonies first. I'd go back and talk to her, ask what varieties she has, varieties. Um, I also want you to know I've lived here 53 years, and I have seen two or three years that were spectacular, and I've seen a lot that were anything but spectacular with peonies. We live in McKinney, and in McKinney there are some older neighborhoods, and I've watched as peonies have bloomed beautifully several years out of the Out of the 47 years that we've lived in McKinney, and I'd look for 10 more years, and and those same peonies don't bloom very well. And when they do, they bloom for a few days and get blown apart. So Mm -hmm. I would try try them cautiously. You plant them in the fall generally, and uh, I would try, uh, they're very expensive, I would try three to five and see how you get along with them. And if you're happy with the bloom that you get in the spring, hopefully you don't get a strong storm right before the, uh, the, the bloom's trying mm. to open. All right, so that's yes. peonies. Then camellias, and I'm surprised we're blooming this late. They usually bloom uh, during the winter, or the, uh, the uh, uh, Sasanqua camellias. I bloom earlier. They will bloom in November, December, and they get it over with before the bulk of the cold. The cold that we've had the last couple of winters would have been sufficient to kill their buds, so I'm surprised with those. I go with Sasanqua camellias, but uh, anyway, I've got to run for the news. Good luck.